This episode of Life Distilled is brought to you by Podcast Rocket. Whether you are an aspiring podcaster working on your first episode or a seasoned pro, the talented team at Podcast Rocket are right there with you, ready to do whatever it takes to make your production sound its very best. Get started on the path to making your podcast a success. Visit them today at podcastrocket.net. Welcome to Life Distilled. Here we explore the world of craft spirits and introduce you to the people and products that are making this world a better place, one small batch at a time. It is Zen and the art of micro distillation, your window into craft culture and your connection to the makers, creators, achievers, and thought leaders who are charting a path forward, cocktail in hand. This is Life Distilled. Welcome to another episode of Life Distilled. Kobe Williamson here, founder of Microshiner, and we're here at the Microshiner headquarters with a short little bonus episode for everybody. And, you know, first things first, how about a cocktail? So we're breaking out a little something here from our uh, good friends at Last Hope and Barrows Intense. Throw a couple cubes in here, and then I'll show you what I'm making. Thanks to our good friends at Hillbilly Stills for this glassware. Last Hope Dry Gin. Some Barrows Intense. Again, shout out to the guys over at uh, Hillbilly. Thanks for that. So we're going to make an Intense Gin Lemonade using the Barrows Intense Ginger Liqueur and this dry gin from Last Hope that we just love. Southernmost distillery in the world down in Patagonia, Chile. Our good friend Ross Raby brought this back for us and uh, such a pleasure. Oh, this is just a wonderful gin. If you can get your hands on it, I highly recommend it. Barrow's Intense Gin Lemonade calls for an ounce and a half of gin, but I'm going to dumb that down a little bit and just do one ounce of gin. And then they ask for half an ounce of the Barrow's Intense Liqueur, which again, if you don't have that on your shelf, get some of that. Small batch ginger liqueur. So good. So good. Can't recommend it enough. And this whole episode, we're going to be talking about small batch, and it's uh, sad to say I was unable to find some small batch lemonade. Could have done hand-squeezed, I suppose, but I was running short on time. So we're going with the Nantucket Nectars, and if anybody has any recommendations for small batch lemonade, love to see that in the comments. Shoot us a note at info at microshiner.com, tweet it to us at microshiner, wherever you like to get it on. Give us a shout. Tell us where you can get some uh, small batch lemonade because that would just make this uh, all the better. Pop that back on there and we'll set this off so that everybody can enjoy a look at that uh, beautiful Last Hope label and that bottle of Barrels Intense. All right, like I said, what we wanted to get into today, like I said, I'm doing this a little uh, short episode, just myself with you folks today. Cheers. Oh, got to like that. Got to like that. I was perusing the internet the other day and I noticed my good friends at Beard Brand had a whole little piece on how uh, you can deal with um, getting your beard in your drink. So if you're a bearded gentleman like myself and like them, you can pop over to Beard Brand and uh, Eric and the folks there have some great tips for people that wear beards. It does get a little obnoxious every once in a while and uh, sometimes you just you got to trim that thing back. So as I mentioned, what I wanted to get into today is small batch. Because 
as much as anything, Michael Shiner is about small batch lifestyle. We love us a cocktail, as you can clearly see. Thanks again to everybody who uh, provided us with this wonderful libation here. But small batch across the board is how we try to live. And I just wanted to kind of share with you folks, you know, what the benefit of being a part of this small batch movement, the craft movement really is, because it's remarkable. It's remarkable. It really is. The level of quality, the customer service, just the general rapport, the friendships that you create through that, just the world of good that comes out of leading the small batch life is worth every bit of maybe the extra penny that you have to spend on it. And I think looking at it from a value proposition, as I like to do, it really comes out that you win economically as much as anything. So you might have to wait a little while before you can pick something up um, because you're waiting to buy the most uh, quality thing that you can get your hands on. But then it lasts you a lifetime and you just can't go wrong with that. And so one thing that I wanted to share with you folks was just this wonderful story uh, about a tie. I went to Portland for the Toast event, met some folks there, networking, we did a little piece. Uh, my partner, Brian, met me up there. We you know, met people, took a bunch of photos, shared our magazine around the Toast event, which is a wonderful craft spirits event uh, held by the Oregon Distillers Guild there in Portland. Got done with that, uh, was downtown the next day, thought, you know, I might do a little cruising around, check some things out, do a little shopping. I popped in, uh, picked myself up a nice leather wallet, and then um, was actually looking for a tie. And not really knowing where to go in Portland, um, I kind of just popped into the, the first department store that I came across, which was a Nordstrom's. And a great guy there helped, uh, wish I could remember his name. I've got his card still somewhere and shout out to that guy. Fine young gentleman. And I said, Hey, I'm looking for a tie to go with this shirt here. Um, what can you do for me? And he set me up with this tie that I just loved. Great colors. I really went well with the shirt, you know, higher, higher end tie. I mean, it's not super, super nice, but it's, uh, hand sewn uh, here in America. And I was really, really pleased with it. Well, I went on a trip up to British Columbia to a friend's wedding. And um, got a little tighter than I uh, probably should have and ended up putting the tie in the pocket of my shirt. And then I washed the shirt. And if you've ever put a tie in your shirt, in the laundry, and then in the dryer, and if anyone's ever told you how to care for a tie, you'll know that that did not end well. So the tie was ruined. Um, all the batting inside was all down in the end and the I was misshapen. I did what little I could to try to make it a little bit better, but I really got nowhere on it. So I boxed it up and I put it in the mail and I sent it to the folks who made it and said, you know, hey, with a little note that said, hey, I was uh, really happy with this tie and it's my favorite tie. I'm wondering if you can't rebuild it um, because they, they sewed it by hand. And let me just uh, share with you how that turned out. So that company that I was dealing with is Jay-Z Richards out of Boulder, Colorado, made in the USA, ties, and uh, I think they do pocket handkerchiefs and a few other little uh, gentlemen wear. But here, check this out. This is what they send me back, right? This is what you get when you decide to make the move to small batch. Sent them back their tie. Jay-Z's company sends me nice little presentation, folks, right? 
I used to, well, I still am, wonderful, huge fan of the, this wonderful television show called Northern Exposure. If you haven't watched it, get every episode, sit down, binge that stuff, because uh, it will blow your mind. You will learn things. It's great. And there's a gentleman in there. He's a chef. He's hiding out in the bush. He doesn't wear shoes. And he comes in, he's working in the restaurant. That's kind of one of the focal points of the show. He's talking to the people that work there, and, and they're about to send out a plate. And he's like, wait a minute, presentation. And he has to fix it up. So look at this. This is how this comes to me. The little card says, Mr. Kobe Williamson from Jay-Z Richards. Amazing. Handwritten note. I just love these people. Hello, Mr. Williamson. Thank you for getting in touch with us. So unfortunate that your favorite tie went through the wash, exclamation point. As a customer courtesy, and this is how these folks roll. This is what you get when you get into this, this type of customer service. We, as a customer courtesy, we've enclosed a replacement tie for you. Hope that you like it. We appreciate your patronage of Jay-Z Richards Ties. Thanks again. Best regards, Tammy Larson at Jay-Z Richards Limited Handcrafted Silk Neckwear, Boulder, Colorado. Incredible, incredible. Go ahead and go down to uh, wherever you buy your cheap clothing and argue with them about the tie you put through the wash. See how that goes. I can guarantee that it will not go in a hand-tied bow with a not exact replica, but a darn close facsimile of the tie that I previously had. The other one uh, had more circular forms rather than the square, same colors, uh, very close to the same color thread throughout, maybe a touch bit more red on my previous tie. Can't wait to wear this. You'll see it on the show again. So pleased with Jay-Z Richards. Obviously, gonna buy all my ties for those folks from here on out. So that's a little story about a tie and small batch life. If you're a tie wearer, I recommend Jay-Z Richards. Obviously, they're great. If you put your tie in the wash, they're probably not gonna give you another one, but they may. I just wish those guys the very best. Cheers to them. Can't wait to, to pick up another tie from them. Kind of slurping my drink today. So then the next thing I want to tell you about is another small batch company that I've come across that I've just had a great uh, relationship with that I'm just super excited about. I've been looking at it's all their new drops are just huge and I'm just so excited about it. I just want to drop a whole bunch of money uh, on their site because so many of their clothes are so amazing. And I'll tell you a little bit uh, about it, but, but first I'm going to pop into this box really quick and you'll see what I mean. So again, presentation, I open up the box and we got a couple of little, people like to say swag. I don't know about that. It's not stuff we all get. Swag, that's, that's something. Maybe this is stuff we all get when you get cold smoke. But they uh, sent along this nice little field notes book, field journal, so you can take some notes. I'm a huge fan of having notebooks. I have one always with me in the back pocket. I'm always taking notes. I recommend you do too. Have yourself a pen. Get yourself a nice daily carry pen and uh, take care of that. So I want to pop this in because I wrote a few notes. I kind of cheated a little bit just to be uh, to be telling you guys that. But So this company is called Cold Smoke Apparel, and they're awesome. Obviously, their name, you can tell that they kind of got some roots in skiing and snowboarding. And how they kind of came about was they somehow were on a couple of heli ski trips and just decided, hey, we need what would be cool is to make some super great technical performance mountain apparel for these powder heli ski guys because uh, obviously they they saw that they could be improved and so they started thinking about doing that and again that's a pretty uh that's a pretty tough market 
there's some great small batch companies out there and we'll share some more of those. There's a couple small ones out of the Pacific Northwest that I'm a real big fan of. But then you're up against the big guns like Patagonia on one end, Heli Hansen, North Face as we're starting to slide down a little bit, Mountain Hardware, Columbia still makes a great coat for a really reasonable price, you know. So I'm sure those guys kind of were saying, well, how can we break into this? And and I don't know the whole story on that part, but that's kind of the roots. They're up there in BC, they're riding the cold smoke, and they're like, we're going to make some clothes. But what they kind of came to was, let's make some clothes where we take the technical acuity of a performance heli ski guide coat, and let's put that into some apparel that people can wear on the street and really kind of uh, leverage that and apply it to making apparel that a person can wear every day and in any environment all the time. So you can go basically from the hill right downtown for a cocktail and you're going to look good. You're going to feel good. And if your plane crashes in the jungle, you're going to survive. That's the type of clothing that these guys are talking about making. And I think they're nailing it. The other thing is they're doing it in nice small quantities and um, they're cutting out all the, all the middlemen. They're going direct to customer, which is another thing we're huge fans of here. And just everything about them is, is just killer. So I'd come across these cats and was stoking on their stuff. And I saw they came out with this um, where I really first learned about them was somehow I saw a newsletter, email, something about this MA1 flight jacket that they were making. And they'd kind of tweaked it and tailored it. And it wasn't your straight up MA1, which is a coat that's near and dear to me. I had to have one when I was a kid, you know, seventh grade. Um, it was all the rage. It's the 80s, you know, and I just, I mean, I had to have this coat and somehow I got it. And here these guys are making one in this really funky blue Japanese fabrics. All their fabrics are just out of this world. They find the best world-class fabrics and they make their apparel out of them. And it's always just amazing stuff. So they're making this coat. It's uh, They're doing this uh, short run of blue. And it just inspired me to write a little piece about how my own experience with the MA1 and you know how much that coat meant to me and what I really thought that coat meant as a moment in time to society. And so I wrote a piece, and I encourage you to check it out. It's on the blog, microshiner.com. Check our feed. All kinds of great stories there. You can read about the MA1 from Cold Smoke that I and my experience with the MA1. But that got me chatting with the guys there, and uh, Liam was kind enough to... Uh, hit me up not so long ago and say, Hey, um, we got this new coat that we're coming out with and we'd love for you to check it out and try it out, give it a little test. And so that's what I intend to do. I'm going to give it, I'm going to run it through the ringer. I'm going to test it in uh, all those environments from the hill to the dale to the uh, cocktail bar downtown. And I wanted to share that with you guys because again, these small batch companies, they just knock it out of the park and everybody should be buying small batch. In my opinion, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. I'm going to beat you guys up. If you watch this podcast, this webcast, if you listen to this podcast, you're going to hear this time. And again, stop going to the strip mall, stop going to the department store, stop buying all that stuff. Go find some people that you appreciate, like human beings that you appreciate that are doing something awesome and give them your money. Don't give it to all these goofballs. Because you don't know where it's going and you don't know what it's about. And I don't think you want to live your life that way. At least I don't. So I'm in touch with these cats. Uh, they ship me up a box and I'm going to share that with you. So check it out. So again, as you noticed, we saw before, pardon me, you know, right out of the box, you get this sweet little bit of field guide. That cocktail's already getting to me. Simplicity and complexity, the nature of the game. 
Everybody carry your field journals. Got ourselves a little uh, shopping bag, because if you use a sh plastic shopping bag, you're ridiculous. I don't mean to be rude to people, but yeah, we've really moved past that. I was trading comments with some people on Instagram. That was in the bag, in the box. And uh, talking about this awesome straw that they had made out of some sort of bamboo or something in a drink in Thailand or Bangladesh or Singapore or something like that. And I meant said, you know, plastic, it's so 20th century. And it really is, you know, we're, we're in the 21st century and it's time to get to grips with things and having your own bag with this sweet cold smoke label on it is uh, the way to go to the store. Again, just like the Jay-Z Richards folks presentation, top shelf, sweet. And this is what we got coming out of the box. Camson chore coat, super excited about this, cold smoke. There you are folks, created in Venice. These guys do a local little workshop. When I was talking to Liam one day, I, I said, uh, oh, it's so cool that you guys do you know, small runs, small batch. Tell me a little bit more about that. And he said, well, it's just the only way you can make something decent because uh, the things that we wanna do, there just aren't that many craftsmen around in the world that are knowledgeable enough to do it, right? I can really appreciate that. That's the kind of people I wanna spend my money with, the kind of people I wanna support put a little something in their pocket so they can go uh, hella skiing and uh, take care of their people. So this is the Camson chore coat, kind of, you know, in the vein of your Carhartt or Filson chore coat, but it's made out of a more technical material and it's tailored a little bit more for a bit of a, a more urban, more tailored fit, but still the kind of thing that you can wear out into the uh, the dog yard and feed the Siberian Huskies, which uh, you'll see me doing not as much as my wife, so digging this coat. I was really worried about the fit. I'm kind of between a small and a medium. This is the medium. Kind of left it in their hands and, and aired on the side of the larger, and I'm glad I did. Glad they did, because uh, it, it fits like a dream. So pleased. Really excited to see how this thing wears. Beat it up a little bit. They have a pair of uh, new chinos, performance chinos that they're, uh, they just got out that I'm really gonna have to check out. Of course, small batch. We've got our uh, American khakis here. And that's really what it's all about. Small batch lifestyle, that's what Mike Shiner's about. That's what we aim to bring you with this podcast and this webcast. Hoping that everybody keeps following, keeps sharing. I really don't like that whole thing where everybody panders to everyone. Come on, put a comment. Rate us on Apple Tunes and all that. Yeah, please do. I would really appreciate it. But uh, we're not going to spend a lot of time doing that on our media because, well, if you like it, you should. And if you don't, don't. And if it's too much of a trouble, then there you go. And that's not uh, what we're here to do. We're here to bring you small batch lifestyle. We're here to bring you craft cocktails, things like Barrows Intense, Last Hope Gin, Mike Haney and the boys at Hillbilly Stills, Cold Smoke Apparel, Jay-Z Richards ties. I mean, these are people that I talk to, that I've interacted with, that I'm building relationships with. And that's what I hope that everybody out there in the Microshiner world does. Go out, make some friends, buy some cool stuff, make some cool stuff, share it with some people. Cheers. This has been Life Distilled. Join us again next time as we bring you more from the world of craft spirits and small batch lifestyle. Until then, be sure to visit us at microshiner.com.